to Suburban Warrior, the podcast that will impact, inspire, and empower you to transform your mindset and become the badass warrior that you are. I'm your host and fellow warrior, Chrissy Pfeiffer, former clinician and corporate marketing exec turns multi-passionate entrepreneur, performance and life coach, and mom to four not-so-little warriors. Each week, I will bring you honest conversations with inspiring guests to share their stories of resilience, optimism, success, and simple yet effective strategies so that you transform your thoughts and change your behavior to get the results you want in your life. You will be empowered to take action, warrior up, and believe in you. Let's do this. Welcome, warriors, to episode one of Suburban Warrior, the very first episode. I am so excited that you are all here to join me today. And in this episode, I don't have an interview. It is really more of just a self-interview. I wanted to talk to you about who I am, my background, and why I am so, so excited to bring you Suburban Warrior, the podcast, and what you can expect from it. So first, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, about 22 years ago, I went through one of the most tragic events in my life, and I was also given a gift at the same time. At that young age, I discovered the most powerful motivator to live each and every day to its fullest is death. And the reality that tomorrow is guaranteed to no one became very real for me. And quite honestly, there was a switch that occurred in me and I didn't even know it back then. And I could have chosen a very different path, uh, a dark one, one of cynicism, of blame, anger, and resentment. Why me? Why, did, why is this happening to me? And, and believe me, I, I did ask those questions. But instead, I chose to discover and live my why. That was the path that I wanted to take. When I was 21 years old and a junior in college, and I lost my mom, my best friend, my everything in my world. So at that time, I went on to graduate from college. I worked as an OR nurse. Then I went into medical device sales, into pharma sales, and then I spent about 10 years in pharmaceutical sales and marketing. And each step of the way, taking on new challenges and making changes that everyone told me I shouldn't or couldn't do. You can't go right into the operating room as a nurse out of college, but I did. And not only did I go right into the OR, but I went into the best operating room at the best hospital in the country at the time, Johns Hopkins Hospital. I also heard, you're not qualified to be in sales, you're just a nurse. Got turned down time after time from many pharmaceutical sales jobs. But not only did I land a sales job, I worked for Johnson & Johnson in medical device sales, uh, which is one of the most elites of the sales industries. And then I never had a business course or marketing course in my life, but somehow I not only went into marketing, but had many successful years developing brands and leading marketing teams. And I tell you all of this 
not because I think I'm so special or because I think I'm different than anyone else out there. I tell you this because it's how and the why that I was able to do these things that matter. And it was my mindset. It was the positive mindset that I chose to follow even after the darkest of days. And, you know, I think that we hear mindset all the time and how mindset can change your results and outcomes. But it is real. It's powerful because of just how real it is. And to understand the power of switching your mindset and noticing when you need to do just that is really the key. The fact that a positive mindset can change your results and outcomes in life is so real. It has been proven study after study after study. And positive psychology is a real science out there that is founded by Dr. Martin Seligman in the late 90s, right here in my hometown of Philadelphia here at the University of Penn. And while the study of psychology for hundreds of years focused on what could go wrong, positive psychology flipped the switch and it designs it is designed to look at what can go right. So for hundreds and even thousands of years, we're just now scratching the surface on positivity and mindset. And we all get to be witness to that amazing evolution. So, okay, so let's give an example of the power of mindset that we can all jive with here, okay? A great example of impact of the power of your mindset is the placebo effect, right? We've all heard of the placebo effect. It is a remarkable phenomenon in which a placebo or a fake treatment, a sugar pill, can improve someone's condition simply because the person has the expectation that it will help. They achieve the same results as patients that receive active medication simply because the patients believe in the treatment, right? You, if you believe that it's going to help you and you believe that you won't get sick, it works. So the placebo effect is a powerful and consistent demonstration of the ability of your mindset. And there, like I said, there is study after study after study out there. If you want to Google it and check it out, there's a great TED Talk by Dr. Aaliyah Crum out of Yale where she explains the placebo effect on mindset and how it was proven in areas of not only medicine, but on exercise, diet, and stress. And over and over, it is proven that what you tell someone or what you tell yourself and what you believe matters. And that is because mindset matters. The power of your mind is truly remarkable and it's critical to start noticing that. And there are two types of mindsets. There is what's known as a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Now, I have a growth mindset, which means it is changeable over time. And what that does for me is it allows me to think in terms of not yet. Okay, it allows me to make decisions for today, for now, in the present, and not to be afraid to take that leap, not be afraid to start that podcast, and not to be afraid to make a mistake. And it allows me to look at challenges and experience failures as just not yet. 
And what do I mean by that? Like, okay, so when my kids say to me things like, oh, you know, I just can't do a split. Well, I say to my daughter, well, it's just not yet. Or if a client comes to me and says, I'm never going to get that promotion. Well, no, it's not never. It's just not yet. I'm not happy with my life. Okay. Well, it's just not yet. So, you know, I'm here today on this podcast because of my growth mindset. And, you know, I think about things in terms of what do I really have to lose? You know, let, let's just say this mind, this podcast means so much to me. I want to share and serve the amazing mindsets of all of the other warriors out there that I interact with and see every single day because I think it can help each and every one of us. So I choose to be here. I choose to say yes. I choose to show up. And I say yes to experiences and sharing a message to let everyone recognize that you have the power to change anything in your life with a positive growth mindset. If you'll just believe that you do, and beginning to notice your thoughts is the first step. So, you know, with that, don't get me wrong. You know, don't think that it's all rainbows and unicorns all the time, right? Being happy or having a positive mindset doesn't mean that you're not, you're skipping through life. There are many times when I'm depressed and sad and angry and frustrated, right? You know, as I mentioned earlier, I lost my mom when I was 20 and I just recently lost my dad, who I was very close to, and who played the role of really mom and dad to me for most of my adult life. And it's been really hard not having any parents. It's hard for me. It's hard for my sister. It's hard for my kids. And I've had to dig into some real deep places to practice positivity and daily mindfulness habits. And it doesn't mean that I'm not sad. But having a positive mindset does not mean being unrealistically happy all the time. You will get angry, you will get upset, you will get sad. But with a practice of positivity and mindfulness, it allows you to notice your thoughts and see things from a different perspective, right? You're able to stop in that moment of sadness and feel gratitude for it and for all the love that you have. Or in that moment of anger, right? When you're angry at someone, your husband, for sitting on the couch watching football all day, right? And you're running around doing everything in the house and you want to say to yourself, okay, maybe I didn't communicate clearly exactly what needs to get done around the house today. So instead of flipping out on him, I'm just going to go ahead and explain that to him again, right? That's flipping it from a different perspective. Always coming back to the positive mindset, changing the lens on your perspective and pausing to notice the thought that is driving emotions, that's what gets you through the tough times and gives you the confidence to believe in yourself and in your decisions and ultimately to live your why, which brings me to the power of why. So you're wondering, okay, what the hell is a why? And let's talk about that for a minute. So many people do not know their why. And I believe that it's critical to really defining and living your purpose and your passion. 
And one of my favorite quotes is Frederick Nietzsche said, he who knows his why can endure anyhow. And knowing your why is the first step in figuring out how to achieve your goals and create a life where you are thriving versus merely just surviving. And your why is unique to you. It's deeply personal. It's deeply meaningful. And it really should be quite simple. So for example, uh, this is episode one, so I'll just get everything out on the table right now. (laughs) But I will share with you my why because, you know, I'm pretty much an open book and I will share what's deeply personal to me. This, my why is simple and it's meaningful to me, but it may mean nothing to you and that's okay because it's mine. But my why is simply this, that my mom worked too hard for me not to be great. My mom worked her entire life. She worked night shift as a nurse to pay for private school for me, to pay for my dance lessons, to give me everything that I wanted, that I wanted for my sister, for my family. And she put off her own happiness and the things that she wanted for later. She would say things like, oh, you know, I really, oh my gosh, my dream is to have a fur coat, but I'm going to get that later when you graduate from high school. Or I can't wait to buy a shore house someday but that'll come later. But she never got a later. So she worked too hard for me to listen to people who tell, to tell, who tell me that I'm not good enough or that I can't do something. And she worked too hard for me not to show up every day for myself, my family, my friends, and do what I love to do which is to coach and encourage others to live their most joyful and fulfilled life. And I wake up every single day with that why in my head. And every time I don't feel like doing something or I want to quit or I don't want to get out of bed, it drives me. When you truly know your why, you can run through walls with that why because nothing is going to stop you. It is your purpose. It's your passion. It is your truth. It's your reason for being. And knowing your purpose will compel you to take on challenges that will stretch you as much as they inspire you. And that's where the magic happens. When you are able to stretch yourself and face those fears and do it anyway. And yes, maybe fail. But that's where the magic happens. Your why is your passion. And, you know, I hear from clients all the time that say to me, well, you know, I'm just not passionate about anything. And I'm like, really? Are you so beaten down by everyday life? that you don't feel passionate about anything? Because, you know, right there, I kind of call bullshit on that. And I say that you're just asking yourself the wrong question. Your why or your passion isn't something out there that can be found. You can't find it in your car. You're not going to find it in your house. You're not even going to find it in your partner or your spouse or your kids. You're not going to find it in the new Gucci belt that you bought or the new Louboutin shoes that you have. Your passion can't be found. 
It's not a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow that you just haven't found yet. But your passion is within you. You have to ask yourself, when do I feel my best? When am I the most fired up and energized? And what are you doing at those times? Right? Like for some people, your passion is when you are maybe cooking dinner for your family. That's not me. I, I, I hate cooking, but maybe it's yours. Or maybe you find your passion when you're sewing, right? Or maybe your passion is speaking on a stage to people or speaking in a microphone, doing a podcast like myself, <laughs> right? There's so many different things. You have to tap into that and notice when you are most energized because that is your passion. It's what you create. It's focusing on what inspires you and what your strengths are because everyone is so focused on their weaknesses and I can't do this and I don't have time for that and she's better at this than me and he has a better title than I do and he's better at that. But you have to stop focusing on what you're not good at and start noticing how you feel and when do you feel your best and when do you feel most energized. So I urge all of you to take notice and take the time to notice and think about when you're feeling most energized and at your best and set a goal for yourself to begin the process of uncovering your why so that you can experience your passion because it's about setting goals and goal setting is really a whole other talk and we will get to that in future podcasts. But when you are able to discover your passion and find your why, it's all ties back into dreams and goals. So what you should do is really think about writing down your goals because that is really the first step to achieving your dreams, right? Right? Even begin, even before you begin to write down your goals, actually, there's a step that I like to call your dream catalog. And every purposeful journey that we take in life, right, it aims at a destination. And your goal is really just your destination. Once you combine your why with your dream catalog, it serves as a roadmap to get you there, to get you to that destination. So you have to know what you truly want before setting goals. Where do you want to go? Well, what are your dreams? So to start your dream catalog, simply write down a list of your dreams. So right now, if you're driving or you're cooking dinner while you're listening to this podcast, you can't do it now. But if you are sitting somewhere where you can break out a notebook or a sheet of paper, Let's start by writing some of your dreams. Okay, have fun with this. It can be anything you want it to be. It can be anything from doing yoga twice a week or I want a vacation home. I want to make a million dollars next year. I want to retire at age 55. I'd like to travel into space, feed my kids healthy meals every night. I mean, you get it, right? Big, small, anything. Anything that you can dream of that you want whether it's tomorrow, 10 years from now, write it 
down. Write it down in your dream catalog because when you write it down, your brain processes it differently and you visualize it and it begins to manifest. So take the time to write down your dreams right now. And if you're listening to this right now and you're like, okay, this is getting a little too hokey for me. Okay, yeah, write down my dreams, sure, because then it manifests and then I visualize it and then they come true. Well, one of my favorite examples of how dreams manifest into reality outside of my own personal experience, of course, which we'll get into in later podcasts, but is the story of Oprah and how she got the part in the color purple. And this is an amazing story, but this is before Oprah was actually Oprah. And it was over 30 years ago. And she woke up one Sunday morning and read a review of the book, The Color Purple in the New York Times. She was so intrigued and inspired by the review that she immediately went out in her pajamas to a bookstore down the street to buy a copy. She read the whole book and she went right back to the bookstore and bought every copy they had to give it out to her friends. She became obsessed with the story. Then she read in the newspaper that they were going to make a movie of the color purple. Steven Spielberg and Quincy Jones were making the movie. So she began telling everyone she knew about it and that she was going to be in it. One way or another, she believed she had to be a part of this movie. She prayed, she believed, she visualized And she prayed some more until she finally got a call from a casting director to audition for a part in a movie, but the movie was called Moonsong. And she literally said, are you sure it's not the color purple? Because I've been praying for the color purple. But when she went to the audition and saw the script for Moonsong, she read the characters and said, this is the color purple. She, they just changed the name on the transcript. She waited months and months to get the news that she was being casted as Sophia in The Color Purple. Her dream became her reality because she manifested it to be so. It's simply amazing. She had a dream, she set a goal, and she believed. So if you think that your dreams don't matter or your dreams can't be reality, think again. How many of us feel that strongly about something that we want to buy all the books and tell everyone we know we're going to be in a movie? It sounds crazy, right? But is it? Is it that crazy to have a positive mindset? Know your why and follow your passion? Dream big and set goals? I mean, what you think about, you bring about, my warriors. So why not think big? Dream big knowing that whatever fuels your passion can become your reality if you choose to do the work. And notice, write down your dreams, make a list, visualize them. I love this exercise, not only because it's fun, but when I look back on my dream catalog from five, 10 years ago, I can't believe how many dreams have come true for me. And I didn't even realize it because I'm just living it. Sometimes the scariest thing to do is to listen, be authentic to yourself, and be willing to let go of who you should be and be who you truly are. 
to speak your truth and ask yourself the right question, not what do I want to do with my life? Instead, ask, who do I want to be? So I'll leave you with that question. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening today to the very first episode of Suburban Warrior and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this, just go ahead and give it a big like and feel free to share with your friends. You can also follow me on Instagram at Suburban Warrior or Facebook Suburban Warrior Tips and Tricks for Living Your Best Life. And of course, you can check me out on ChrissyPiper.com. And I will talk to you next week when we have our first Warrior Guest. It's going to be exciting. See you then. (laughs) 